We are here with Amen Ministering with Divine Grace Worship Center in the city of Durham, North Carolina, 1500 East Club Boulevard in the city of Durham, North Carolina, where the host pastor and the senior pastor is none other than Pastor Joe Ann Daniels. We honor this great woman of God. And so we're about to go into the word of God on this morning. We ask that you will pair your hearts and your minds as well as your spirit to hear what the spirit has to say on today. Now, I have been in this series in the book of first Samuel. I cannot get out of this book. I am trying to get out of this book, but I can't get out of this book. All right. <laughs> so we are in a man in this series. And um, today we're going to talk a little bit about um, the coming of a new era. That's what we're going to discuss on today. The coming of a new era, the coming of a new era. So um, go with me very quickly to the book of first Samuel. First Samuel, the eighth chapter, the eighth through the 18th verses. That's where we're going to come from. Um, the first, there is a, another topic to this thing. This is actually the subtopic to what we've been ministering and teaching on, which is um, who is God's choice, the coming of a new era. But we're going to deal with the coming of a new era specifically on this morning. So first Samuel, the eighth chapter, the eighth through the 18th verses. So let us um, begin there. When you have the word of God, uh, get your Bibles, uh, get your electronics, however you read your Bibles, <laughs> just go with us right there. We're going to start again at the 10th verse, and then we're going to go all the way down to the 18th verse. So we're going to read just a little bit on today. I'm probably going to do more teaching than I am preaching. I think I am. I'm a little tired on the day. So we're going to go there. But y'all know how I do, right? I say I'm going to do a little bit pre-teaching and then it end up going all the way other way. All right. So let's read. Before we read, let's go to the word. Let's um, go to God in prayer. Father, we thank you. We bless your name, God. We love you on today. We thank you for allowing us to gather together one more time. We thank you for divine grace. We thank you for Pastor Daniels. We thank you for their love, their compassion, their, their spirit, Lord God. We thank you because they're blessed, Lord God, better than blessed. We ask that you will continue to be with us on today. We thank you, God, because there is a coming of a new era, Lord God, even for us here in United States of America. Father, we pray that even now, as I go before your people, Lord God, I am nothing without you. And God, I ask that you will allow self to sit down. You stand up boldly on the inside. I pray that you will send that anointing that makes teaching and preaching easy. Send that anointing that destroys joke. I pray that you will touch the very hearts, the minds of the people. Even now, God, we speak salvation and deliverance in Jesus' name. We pray. We thank you. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart. Let it be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. For those of you who are not familiar with Pastor Joanne Daniels, go to her page. It's Joanne Daniels. Also the church page of Divine Grace uh, Worship Center, Durham, North Carolina. Go to their page, like them, follow them, as well as you will find out that there is their, um, their, do Sunday morning worship at 10 a.m. And I did put the Zoom information up there for everybody to um, chime in on Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Amen. Sunday morning. So join us every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. So uh, uh, phenomenal woman of God, phenomenal church. You want to be a part of it. If you're in the city of Durham, North Carolina, even if you're not in the city of Durham, North Carolina, you want to connect, just reach out. All right. And we will definitely make sure that you get connected. Amen. Where good teaching, good preaching, good singing and good worship goes on. Amen. So we thank God for, amen, divine grace and Pastor Joanne Daniels. So let us read the word of God on this morning. First, uh, first Samuel, the eighth chapter, beginning at the 10th verse. And Samuel told all the words of the Lord unto the people that asked him for a king. Verse 11, he said, um, this will be the manner of the king that shall reign over you. He will Take your sons and appoint them for himself, for his for his chariots mm -hmm. and to be his horsemen mm -hmm. and shall excuse me. And some shall run before his chariots. Verse 12. And he will appoint him captains over thousands and captains over fifties and will set them to hear his ground and 
to ear his ground and to reap his harvest and to make his instruments of wars and instruments of chariots. He will take your daughters to be um, confectionaries and to be cooks and to be bakers. He will take your fields and your vineyards and your olive yards, even the best of them and give them to his servants. He will take your men servants and your maid servants and your goodliest young men and your donkeys, your animals, and put them to his work. He will take the tenth of your sheep and ye shall be his servants. He and ye shall cry out in that day because of your king, which ye shall have, which you shall should have chosen, excuse me, which you shall shall have chosen you. And so in other words, you will cry out for the king which should have chosen you. You should not have chosen them. All right. And the Lord will not hear you in that day. Nevertheless, the people refused to obey the voice of Samuel. And they said, nay, but we will have a king over us. Verse 20, that we also may be like all the other nations and that our king may judge us and go out before us and fight our battles. And Samuel heard all the words of the people and he rehearsed them in his ears of the Lord. Um, And the Lord said to Samuel, hearken unto their voice and make them a king. And Samuel said unto the men of Israel, go ye every man unto his city, amen. We have read the uh, the scriptures of the Lord on today. God bless you, Sister Gloria. Amen. All right. So we're going to talk about, again, I've been in 1 Samuel and I've been in, um, going throughout the book of 1 Samuel teaching, um, who is God's choice, the subtopic, the coming of an era. So today we're going to deal specifically with the coming of a new era. And some of this stuff I have already um, taught a little bit on. So if you want to go back and you want to look at it and you want to go get the full teaching of some of this, then you can definitely go back and look at those things. Okay. And, 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 and get the full teaching, but I really want to deal specifically because we have transitioned in a way we have transitioned in a uh, uh, um, in time, all right, the time that everybody has been waiting for, the vote is in, the count is, well, almost all the count is in, the projection has been made, and we know in the United States of America, when the uh, election comes forth, especially the presidential election comes forth, and a projection has been made, it's usually on point, and that's usually who becomes that particular president. So uh, we find ourselves in a very crucial and precedent time. We have now begun the transition into new power and new leadership in our nation. We've come to the place in history, secretively and spiritually, in that there is an official changing of the guards in every aspect of that statement. We are now facing historical moments as we prepare to move forward in our country. Yes, we are. We are facing true historical moments. We thought that uh, President uh, Barack Obama was a historical moment in our history, and it really was, and it really is. He not only won the election as the first African-American male uh, president, but also he broke history because he also was, he did two uh, two terms of his presidency. So um, just a little over four years ago, we had our first, again, African-American president since slaves have come into this land over 400 years ago. And now we have our first female vice president who happens to be African-American or black who will serve for the next four years. Biden, Joseph Biden, is projected and have been announced to be the 46th president of the United States of America. This blew my mind when God showed me this. This really blew my mind. All right. The 46th president of the United States of America. And I'll be open. I kept thinking, I said, Trump is going to get a second term. I just believe Trump is going to get a second term. I never said God said, I just said, I believe, right? Trump was going to get a second term because I just knew he was going to do 
do something to mess up this whole entire election that will get him back into office. But look what happens. All right. Biden, Joseph Biden is projected and have been announced to be the 46th president of the United States of America. Four plus two is 10. Excuse me. Four plus six is 10. Four plus two is not 10. Four plus two is six. Four plus six is 10. I meant 10 signifies testimony, law, responsibility, and the completeness of order. Right. All right. Look at this. The election was November the 3rd, 2020. Then it was four days later, November the 7th, 2020, uh, in which the announcement and enough electoral votes came in indicating and projecting that Joseph Biden to be our next president. Here we have a representation of Four. Let's look at the number four. Four, amen, numerically, biblically, biblical numerology says that four is a representation of creation. On the fourth day, uh, God brought forth in existence the sun, the moon, and the stars. If you go back to Genesis, the first chapter, the 14th through the 19th verses, you can read it there. I don't have time to deal with it. All right, just you can read it there. Genesis, the first chapter, the 14th through the 19 verses, it divides, amen, it talks about God, amen, creating the sun, the moon, and all the stars. It divides the days from night on the earth and becomes the basic, amen, uh, de demarcation of time. So in this particular chapter, the demarcation of time is Set. God sets the demarcation of time. This demarcation of time marks uh, marks off the days, the years, and the seasons because it talks about when the sun rises and the moon rises, and then it begins a new day. Amen. At the at the at the greater light. Amen. And so now this is an indication of a demarcation of time, marking off the days, the years, and the seasons. Interesting because. As you read and you study, you'll find out that in the in, in the Hebrew, the word seasons in Genesis one and fourteen is Moad. Uh, uh, if I'm, it's spelled M O E D Moad, which literally translates and means appointed time or divine appointments. Many of us are in the time and the season of divine appointments. Somebody type or say appointed time. I'm in my appointed time. All right. So we have come to a place in history, secretively and spiritually, in that there is an official changing of the guards in every aspect of the statement. If, amen, and if there is a changing of the guards, then there must be and will be somebody or some people that will have to shift and transition from one vein to another vein in which they have been prepared for. You got to understand something. If there is a changing of the guards, which there is, and there is a dying off, which there is, and there is a situation going on in the land, which people that have been generals in the Lord's church, there have been people that have been, amen, amen, changers and game changers and significant individuals in our world that have now gone off the scene. They are no longer operating and functioning in their position, which they have done for centuries, for years, and now they are no longer there. Amen. Whether or not the Lord has called their name home, or whether or not they're no longer operating and functioning in the position which they had been. Amen. But now there is a changing of the guards, and because there is a changing of the guards, then there has to be somebody to step into that place, to step into that position, to step into that anointing, to step into to that place where God is now and have been wanting to take them. There is somebody, some people that have to prepare themselves, not only mentally, but spiritually, because now is your time. Somebody type will say, now is my time. Amen. Hallelujah. This is your time. Amen. Then this is the time and the place in which you have been prepared for all of this time. You have been prepared for this time and place. I know that it's been a long time. 
I know that it's been a hurtful time. I know that you cried some tears. I, I know that there were times you couldn't see your way. I know they meant that you suffered some losses along the way. I know it looked like nobody acknowledged you and nobody knew who you were. They didn't call your name. Your anointing wasn't respected or recognized. People didn't understand what God was doing in your life. But you got to understand that now is your time. There is a shifting and a transition taking place, not only in the earth. The Bible declares unto us, amen, hallelujah. It says, amen, as it is in heaven, so shall it be in the earth. You got to understand that there is a transition and a shifting taking place in the heavenly realms because why? The earth has put to prepare itself for the son of God. The earth has to prepare itself for the son of God. Amen. I know that we're here and we're loving the fact that Obama, excuse me, that Biden is now president and I'm excited about it as well. Amen. But you got to understand something. Amen. This world is not our home. Amen. And I don't care who sits in the highest seat of the land. You got to recognize that Jesus Christ is still Lord and Jesus Christ is still King. Amen. And he rules. The Bible declares that he sits high and he looks low. Amen. The Bible says that, amen, heaven is his, amen, throne and earth is his footstool. Amen. And when you serve a God like that, you got to understand, I don't care who sits in the highest seat of the land, Jesus is still on the throne. Amen. And we got to acknowledge that God is still God because the Bible says that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is what? Lord, Lord of Lords, King of Kings, Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last, from everlasting to everlasting, he is Lord. Come on, give God some praise. Oh God, yeah, come, da, 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 da. Jesus. Oh my God. Okay. I'm going to slow down. Amen. I said I was going to teach today. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now is your time. Now is your time. Some of us have been waiting. Some of us has been sitting in the backdrop. Some of us has been behind the curtain. Amen. Some of us, amen, have been, amen, sitting on the sideline. Amen. But you got to understand something. Amen. Now is your time. There is a positioning and a a posturing uh, that we are facing in our government. Amen. We are facing a positioning and a posturing. Amen. Amen. You got to understand something. Amen. With Biden coming into office. Amen. We broke another barrier. We shattered another ceiling because Biden coming into office is now bringing into office. Amen. Hallelujah. A female, a woman. Amen. And she's coming right beside him. Amen. And the Bible. Amen. Amen. You got to understand, not the Bible. You got to understand something as they walk in transition and to this place in government. Amen. You got to understand that there is a posturing and a positioning that is taking place. Amen. And when you have a posturing and a position, something significant happening. Amen. Hallelujah. In the, in, in the world. Amen. You got to recognize that there is something significant happening in the spiritual realm. It's already been happening. Amen. It's just trickling down. Amen to amen, the earth realm. And so when you have something happening, major happening in the spiritual realm, eventually it's going to manifest itself in the natural. Amen. So there is something that is taking place in the spiritual realm. We got to be prayerful. We got to be watching. We The Bible declares, amen, that we ought to what? Watch as well as pray. Amen. We cannot sit on the sideline. Amen. I believe it that it was Elder Liz Kennedy that said this morning. Amen. She said, amen. Don't let your guard down. Amen. Don't let your guard down just yet. Amen. Because the enemy is still busy. Amen. So we got to be able, amen. Hallelujah. To be able to get to a posture of prayer. Amen. Like we have never got there before. We got to bombard heaven and we got to seek God's face. Amen. So there is a positioning and a posturing. Amen. Hallelujah. That we are facing in our government. Amen. We have entered a time 
in a place when we are true, when we truly must have a posture of, of prayer, of purpose, and of position. Amen. Somebody type that a posture of prayer, purpose, and position. Amen. The posture of prayer, purpose, and position. What is prayer? Prayer is the communication with God and from God. We got to hear from God and not just hear general amen sayings of God, but God is a specific God. Amen. God is a, an accurate God. God is a, amen, a God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. That knows details. And God is a God that deals in details. Amen. So we got to be able to hear precisely amen, and accurately from God in this hour. Amen. So there has to be a posture of prayer. A prayer is communication with God and from God. There has to be a posture of purpose. And when I say purpose, amen, I'm referring to the what, the how, and the timing of God. Oh God, hallelujah. Amen. We understand that, amen, there is a shifting. Biden, even though he has been announced as our 46th, our next president, which makes him the 46th president, you got to understand something. He will not, amen, take the inaugural, amen, old, not until later on, amen, in the two. 2021. Amen. Oh my God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. He will not take the inaugural oath until 2021, even though he is already positioned as amen, being our 46th president. And so when we get to 2021, and I talked about this a little bit, I touched on this. Amen. But thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. When you get to 2021, if you look at the numbers, we have now entered into the year of grace. Four plus two plus two equals four plus one equals five. We are now entering into the year of grace. Amen. God is extending grace to his people. God is extending his grace to this country. Amen. And we got to understand something in the, amen, in the time of grace. Amen. We got to get right in the time of grace. We got to seek God's face for specifically what he wants us to do and how he wants us to do it. That's the purpose aspect of our posture. The purpose aspect of our posture is the what, the how, and the timing of God. Biden cannot take the seat, not until the appointed time in 2021. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, the question is, how is he going to walk out this seat? How is he going to walk out this office? Amen. And what is he going to do in this position? Oh, I know he said a lot on the campaign trail. I know he spoke a lot on the campaign pain trail. But the question becomes, what is he going to do? How is he going to do it? Amen. Hallelujah. And the time frame and what he's going to do it. Amen. But I don't know about you, but I know a God, hallelujah, that can work everything out. That everything, amen, hallelujah. I know a God that every bill that he wants to pass, amen, the Senate will not block it. I know a God, amen, that every, amen, law that he wants to enact. Amen. The House of Representatives House of Representative and the Senate. I know a God that can block, amen, their vote. Hallelujah. That it will benefit the people and not only that it will benefit, amen, the body of Christ because the Bible declares, and I'm just that foolish to believe the word of God, that the Bible declares that the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the judge. Amen. And some of us have been waiting. Some of us have been anticipating. Some of us, oh my God, hallelujah, is sitting on ready. We're ready for the doors to open. We're ready for the transfer of wealth. Amen. African American people, black people, and I don't say this with a prejudice or God or a racist mindset, but hallelujah, we've been in this country over 400 years. Amen. And you can't tell me that all the praying black folk in this world, all the black folk that believe God, all the black folk that know how to worship God, that God at some given point in time will not honor our prayer and who we are. Somebody say, God, this is my time. Hallelujah. My God, my God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 
Amen. So there has to be, amen, a posture of prayer. That's number one. Amen. There has to be a per posture of purpose, the what, the how, and the timing of God. And there has to be a positioning. There has to be a positioning. Now, I know, amen, that we're talking about, amen, I'm not, excuse me, I know, amen, that a lot of times when we hear the word position, we think about titles, but I'm not talking about titles, not in this season, not in this time. It's not about your time. It's not about your title, but it's about your anointing and your purpose. My God, it's not about your title. It's about your anointing and your purpose that God has for you here on this earth. Amen. Amen. So I, when I say position, I'm talking about the where of God. Where is God positioning you? Where is God wanting you to walk out your purpose in him? Where is God trying to take you? Where is God trying to, amen, hallelujah, amen, put you in where you're going to have a Amen, a posture, amen, of impact where you're going to be able to influence, amen, hallelujah, a community, amen, as well as a nation, amen. And when you get to that place, the where of God, God, where would you have me? Where are you taking me? Where are you positioning me? What are you doing, God? Not only naturally, but spiritually, amen. You have to come up another level. Amen. Hallelujah. The old saints used to say it this way. That Zion is calling me to a higher place in him. Amen. Hallelujah. You got to know where God is taking you in this hour. Amen. He ain't taking everybody in the same direction. He is not taking everybody at the same place. He is not taking everybody and putting them on the same level. But God, where are you placing me? Where are you taking Taking me and God just with God, I want you to know that wherever you place me and wherever you take me, I'm going to erect an altar. I am going to give you worship. I am going to make the sacrifices unto you. I'm going to amen worship you wherever you place me and wherever you take me. Somebody give God some praise. Hallelujah. Amen. So God, amen, is allowing a new era to begin. Amen. Hallelujah. We are facing and having faced unprecedented era, an unprecedented era. These last four years, amen, have, amen, hallelujah, have been tumultuous. These last four years have been crazy. These last four years, we have gone without leadership. These last four years, amen, Hallelujah. We have entered into uh, an uncommon time with COVID-19. Amen. Hallelujah. Coronavirus. We have entered into a time that we have never seen before. Unprecedented era that has forever shaped our lives, that will forever shape the body of Christ and the world at large. Amen. Hallelujah. And this is how you know that God is trying to remove you. Amen. From that place which is for most familiar with you. Amen. God is trying to remove you. Amen. From the positions that you have been comfortable in. God is trying to move you. Amen. From the mindset that you have grown accustomed to. Amen. Hallelujah. Why? Because familiarity. Amen. Hallelujah. It produces complacency. Familiarity. Amen. It produces laziness. Familiarity. It produces slowfulness. Amen. And you don't want to be in a place of familiarity because it will cause you to miss God and to miss what God is saying in this time and this hour. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So you got to search God and you got to seek God's face through prayer and you got to ask God, God, what is my purpose in this hour? Amen. What is my position in this hour? What is the what, the how, and the timing and the where of God? Because God, I don't want to miss you in this hour. I don't want to miss I don't want to misinterpret what you're saying in this hour. But God, I need to hear from you in this hour. Oh God, I need to know God. Hallelujah, God. What as what specific 
specifically are you saying? I need to know exactly what you want me to do. I don't want to stumble over, hallelujah, anything in this hour. God, I can't miss you in this hour. Who got yet come? But I gotta be able to move forward. Amen. Hallelujah. Where you want me to be at. Come on, give God some praise. Somebody say, God, I don't want to miss you in this hour. Lord God, don't let me miss you, God. Don't let me miss you, God. Hallelujah. Don't let me misinterpret what you're saying, God. Don't let me mishear what you want me to do, God. God, I can't miss you in this hour. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Amen. So, so, so here we are. Here we are. Amen. Let's look back. Let's look back. And we're going to dive into the word of God real quick. We're almost there. Amen. Amen. When we dive in, let's go back to the seventh chapter. And we talked about this before. Amen. Amen. The seventh chapter. Amen. We find out. Amen. Amen. That they dealt with at the beginning part. It dealt with the Ark of the Covenant. It dealt with the Ark of the Covenant. You got to go back to chapter six to get the full story. Amen. But we're going to just deal. Amen right here at chapter 7. It talked about the Ark of the Covenant and you'll find out, amen, that the Philistines had the Ark of the Covenant at this particular time. And as they had the Ark of the Covenant, they were trying to get rid of the Ark of the Covenant because plague had entered their land. Amen. The Ark of the Covenant was somewhere that it was not supposed to be. The presence of God was somewhere that it was not supposed to be. The presence of God was in the hand of people that it did not belong to. Amen. So you have to understand, amen, they tried getting rid of the Ark of the Covenant and when, amen, hallelujah, what happened? The Bible says that they send the Ark of the Covenant, amen, they came up, the Philistines, they called all the elders, they called the uh, head chief people. In today's time, we would call them governors or mayors. They called them up and they said, what do we need to do with this Ark of the Covenant? Because it has caused famine in our land. It has caused us to be sick. Amen, we're not prospering the way that we need to prosper. Amen, we need to get rid of this. Amen, and so the Bible says that they put the Ark of the Covenant, they built a another cart for it and they put it on top of this cart and they attached <coughs> They attached, amen, two cows to it. And then when they attached the cows to it, the Bible says that they pointed the cows in a certain direction. And they wanted the cows to go over a bordering, a borderline, amen. And they said, if the Ark of the Covenant goes over there, then we know, amen, that it was the God, amen, their God, amen, that sent all of this upon us. But if the cows divert, if the cows go another way, amen, then we know that all of this plague, all of this sickness that we're dealing with was just a coincidence. Amen. So the Bible says that it actually went over the line. It went over the borderline. Amen. And the Bible says that they understood and they knew, amen, that it was God that was inflicting the plague and the sickness and the drought and the famine in that particular land of the land of the Philistine. Amen. Hallelujah. And so the Bible says, amen, that the Ark of the Covenant had been with the Philistines for 20 years. For 20 years. Amen. And the children of Israel, excuse me, I mean, excuse me, the uh, Ark of the Covenant was with uh, the children of Israel, but they did not know that the Ark of the Covenant was there. They did not understand that the Ark of the Covenant is there because the Bible said that it went into this place called Karameth Jerem. Amen. And I just messed up that whole entire name, but that's okay. All right. right. That's quite all right. All right. It says that it went over there and it was near a battlefield. Amen. And the Bible says, amen, that it was not, it was not visible. Amen. And so I'm paraphrasing and I'm jumping, amen, because I'm trying to get to where I'm trying to get to, amen. So the Bible said that it was there for 20 years and it appeared as if the Lord had abandoned Israel for 20 years, my God, amen. And the Bible talked about, amen, that at this particular time, amen, that Samuel was now grown because you had to go all the way back, hey, my God, amen. You have to go all the way back to chapter one of the first, uh, first Samuel and you will find out that he had a mother by the name of Hannah and Hannah prayed a prayer for a male child because she did not have any children. The Bible says that she had vowed a vow unto the Lord that if he was to give her a male child, he would give the child back to him for him to, amen, use. Amen. She would not hold the child to herself, but she would give the child back to the Lord to show her appreciation and her love toward God for him giving her a male child. And the Bible says that Hannah was in the temple at the time. Hallelujah. And the Bible says that she was there praying and she was 
was praying for a male child and the high priest Eli had saw her and when he had saw her he saw her lips moving as she was praying but Eli misinterpreted what she was doing Eli misinterpreted her posture in her position at that particular time Eli thought that the woman was drunk as she was talking to herself but she really was not talking to herself she was actually praying to the Lord she was praying to God at that time and the Bible says that God amen hallelujah amen Eli told her she told Eli no I am not drunk but I was just praying to God for a male child and the Bible says that Eli blessed her and she went on her way and when she went home with her husband Elkaniah the Bible said that they laid together and she conceived and the Bible said that when the child was born and after the child got to a certain age when she could no longer amen when she had to amen hallelujah remove him from feeding him amen the Bible says that she gave a man Samuel because she gave birth to a male child by the name of Samuel the Bible said that she gave Samuel over to the high priest to rear and teach and to teach him the things of God amen hallelujah and so you got to understand something amen right at this point in time amen God had already been preparing for a new era to come to pass somebody say the coming of a new era because God was already preparing the people at that time God had already prepared amen amen the beginning of a new era to come forth amen so the Bible says that now Eli has Samuel amen hallelujah and Eli poor thing amen hallelujah he was the high priest but his sons did not honor them did not honor him and they did not honor the God and they, they did not honor God and they did not honor God's temple and the Bible said that God because Eli did not correct it the Bible said that God told amen and gave a word that he was going to cut off Eli and his sons amen and that's exactly what happens amen so now amen now God is preparing he's already preparing because now amen he placed on the heart amen a strong desire in Hannah and Hannah went to the temple and she prayed and the Bible said that God honored her request and then their male child will come forth by the name of Samuel and look what happens amen God was preparing amen to close out one era amen hallelujah the era with the judges and now he is developing a new era of kings my god my god now he is preparing a new era of kings so when we get to say met first samuel the third chapter the bible says that samuel grew and god calls samuel god calls samuel look at this amen the bible says that god begins to call samuel in the midnight hour amen while well, samuel Amen. Was resting. Amen. And God called Samuel three times. And Samuel got up and he went to Eli and said, You mad Lord, did you call me? Amen. You know, I keep hearing somebody call my name. And I'm paraphrasing for the sake of time. <coughs> Amen. And so here it is. Eli recognized that it was the Lord that was calling Samuel's name. And Eli told him, Amen. When you hear it again, you just answer and respond and says, Thy speak, Lord, thy servant hearing and God began to talk to Samuel and he began to tell Samuel some things he began to tell Samuel his plan that he did his P-L-A-N his plan and his plan was I'm going to end the house of Eli I'm going to end that house amen it's going to come to an end and not only that God began to tell Samuel his purpose amen he said that he's going to develop a new era he began to tell Samuel amen that I've called you amen and he began to tell Samuel Samuel his purpose. Amen. And Samuel becomes God's prophet because the next day, guess what happens? Amen. Samuel goes to Eli and Eli talks to Samuel and his Samuel began to tell Eli what thus saith the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Samuel was not only prophet, but he was priest and judge. Oh my God. God beginning to end an era, but starting a new era, the beginning of a new era. Amen. Hallelujah. 
Amen. So Samuel is he holds amen three positions. Amen. He holds three amen positions: prophet, priest, and judge over Israel. Amen. This is your PowerPoint moment for today, and we're just about finished. This is your PowerPoint moment for today. Some of you must understand that this in this hour, God is dealing in a 3D anointing and purpose. I know you're used to doing one thing, but God said there is a 3D anointing and purpose. I know you're used to having one title, but God said I'm doing a 3D anointing and purpose. It's no longer one dimensional, but it's multi-dimensional. My God, God is about to allow you to operate and minister in a tri-purpose plan, a tri-purpose plan. Amen. Hallelujah. The coming of a new era. Amen. Amen. There's a coming of a new era and God is strategically placing people where they need to be. Amen. God is strategically putting people, amen, in the place where they need to be. Amen. God is blowing a fresh wind and a fresh anointing. Amen. Because you got to understand something. Whenever God shifts the thing, whenever something shifts in the spiritual realm, you got to understand something. When any time when something shifts in the heavenlies, amen, you got to understand something. Amen. That something will shift in, amen, hallelujah, in the enemy's kingdom. Amen, hallelujah, amen, hallelujah. So just as the heavenlies are shifting, God's, amen, heavenlies are shifting and things are shifting here in the earth. You got to understand that there is a shift that's taking place, hallelujah, also with the enemy because now the enemy is preparing himself to do what he got to do to try to stop you right where God has 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 called you. The enemy wants to stop you. He don't want you to go forward. Hallelujah. He don't want you to advance in this hour. But God says, hallelujah, I'm going to allow you to triumph. I'm going to allow you to take a hold. I'm going to allow you to do some phenomenal things. I'm going to allow you to impact a nation. Come on, give God some praise. Hallelujah. Amen. So when we get, and I'm skipping, all right, hallelujah. So when we get to the eighth chapter where we derive our text, amen, we find out, amen, hallelujah, that now Samuel, amen, is judging over Israel. Amen, hallelujah. He's judging over them at this particular time in the eighth chapter. Amen, hallelujah. And so, hallelujah, what happens in the eighth chapter? Amen. The Bible says that Israel, all the elders of Israel, they come together and they go to Ramah. Amen. They go to Ramah where Samuel was living. Amen. Samuel's hometown. They go to Ramah. And the Bible says that when they get there, they stand before Samuel and they tell him, they says they demanded a king. They said, we want a king. That's what they says. Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody type turning point. This is a turning point in history. Amen. Just as there is a turning point in, in, in history and in time right now, there is a turning point that's happening. A new era is coming to play and coming into play. The coming of a new era. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You got to understand something. Amen. The Bible says, amen, that they stand before Samuel and they say, we want a king. They said, Samuel, your sons don't even serve God. And I'm paraphrasing, put it up in today's time. He said, your sons don't even serve God. They're doing everything. They're doing everything for money, for filthy lucre. They're causing the people to stray. They're not doing what they're supposed to do. Amen. Hallelujah. They said, we don't want them anymore. Amen. You're not here. You're not doing all that you were doing before. Why are you not doing that? Because now Samuel is old and he placed his sons in the position to be able to handle the business and the affairs of God the way that they were supposed 
supposed to handle them. Amen. But they did not do right. And so now the elders of Israel, they come to Samuel and they say, Samuel, we need a king. We no longer want you to judge over us. We no longer want your sons. We want a king. But not only do we want a king, but we want a king like other nations. Oh my God, what a slap in the face. What a slap in the face. Amen. Hallelujah. In this era we are in, nothing is going to be the same. I want to help you out. Nothing is going to be the same. And that our government is shifting and has shifted in a way that will ever for uh, forever mark and change the United States of America. Amen. Hallelujah. This is unprecedented times. It is going to be unprecedented for our future worship, our transaction, our government regulation, our education system, and civil order. Man versus man. Amen. Hallelujah. This is unprecedented times. And when the elders came to Samuel, they started, amen, a precedent because now they said, we no longer want a judge, but we want a king like other nations. They set a precedent, the coming of a new era. And the Bible says, amen, hallelujah, that Samuel, amen, hallelujah, when the, the elders came to Samuel, amen, the Bible says that Samuel felt some kind of way within himself, and he immediately goes to God in prayer. He immediately begins to bombard heaven on behalf of the people. He immediately begins to talk to God about what the elders had spoken for him, spoken to him. Amen. Hallelujah. The coming of a new era. The Bible says that Samuel prayed, and the Bible says that this thing pleads Samuel. It displeased him. And so when Samuel prayed to God, God spoke back to Samuel. I told you that there has to be a communication in this hour. The Bible said that God spoke back to Samuel and he told Samuel, he said, give them what they want. This is what they want. Give them what they want. And not only that, God says, Samuel, for they have not rejected you. They have rejected me. That's what the Lord says. God tells Samuel, do as they say. My God. Amen. So what happened? Samuel goes back to the elders. After Samuel was praying with God and God said, tell them if they want a king, then there's some things that's going to happen. If they want a king, there's some things that they're going to have to endure if they want a king. And because they have rejected me, God said, I brought them out of the land of Egypt. I took care of them. And because they rejected me, my God, because they turned their back on me, I am their king, but they want a man to be their king. God said, guess what? They're going to go through some things. And when they call on me, I'm not going to hear. The Bible said that God told them, God said, tell them, Samuel, that they will, amen, hallelujah, they will, he will, amen, the king will, not God, but the king will, amen, conscript, amen, conscript, amen, place their sons in his military battle, amen, he will put their sons on the front line, the king will make them slaves and force them to attend fields on his benefit and not their own, the king will, amen, cause them to harvest his crops and not pay attention to them and not pay them or give them benefits. The king will, amen, have them make his weapons, amen, hallelujah, and his chariots, and they will live in poverty. The king will take their daughters and force them to serve the palace and cook for them and attend to his friends and give them what they need and what they want. The king will, amen, hallelujah, take a tenth of their harvest, amen, they're going to be in poverty. They're going to find it hard to get food. They're going to find it hard, amen, to get what they need because the king will take a tenth of their harvest and give it away to their friends. Amen. The king will demand, amen, them to be slaves and want their young people and their animals, their livestock, their, their livestock and their personal gains. The king will do all of this. Amen. This is the coming of a new era. Amen. God said they will regret their choice. My God. Amen. And the Bible said that the Lord told them that I will not help them. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible said that the people refuse. Amen. Sam, 
Daniel's warning. The people, amen, still wanted the king. Amen, hallelujah. But how many of you know that God gave the people what they wanted? The Bible said that God gave the people what they wanted. But even in the midst of all of that, amen, we serve a God, hallelujah, that can look past our foolishness and can see eventually that he's going to have to shift that thing again. Amen. Because God gave the people, amen, hallelujah, allowed, excuse me, God allowed the people, amen, hallelujah, to have a king by the name of Saul, amen. But even in that, God said, I'm going to pick the king and I'm going to let them have the king, amen, hallelujah. But there's another king that's going to come and he's going to serve me, he's going to worship me, he's going to glorify me, amen, hallelujah, even his sons and his daughters, amen, hallelujah, the coming of a new era, amen, I don't know about you in this hour, but I am so excited that God has a plan, and even in all of this, I know what it looks like, I know what it feels like, I know what it's, we're celebrating, amen, but even in this, God has a plan for his people, I believe that God is about to make us the head and not the tail, I believe that God is about to make us the lender and not the borrower, I believe that God is about to restore wealth unto his people. Hallelujah. I believe that God is about to turn some things in your favor because there's a coming of a new era. Come on, give God some praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The coming of a new era. God is about to do some things. God is about to shift. Amen. Not only is he shifting this nation, allow this nation to shift, but he is also, amen, allowing many of us in this time to shift. We're going to walk through some doors that we didn't realize that were waiting for us. Excuse me. We're about to do some things that we didn't realize that we had the capability of doing. Some of us, we've been praying about so much stuff. And God said, you're about to see the manifestation of your prayers. You're about to, amen, receive the manifestation of your prayers. And let me tell you how God, how fast God is working. It's not going to take a long time. It's, you gonna, it's not going to take as much time as you think that it was, that it had been taking. God is moving and answering. I, I realized, let me tell you something. I was talking to a good friend of mine and she was sharing some personal things with me. And as she was sharing some personal things with me, I said something out of my mouth. I said some things out of my mouth and I said, ooh. And God said, in this hour, be careful what you say because I'm going to manifest your words immediately. And suddenly, let me tell you something. You got to believe this thing. I said something. I said, you know, I said, see, people going, and this is exactly what I said. And it was about a particular person. And I had to repent. I ain't going to lie. I had to repent. Because I said, see, they're going to mess around and their kidneys going to lock up on them. That's exactly what I said. And I got a call. The very next day, she called me. She said, girl, they're in the hospital. Their kidneys are not functioning. I said, my God, wait a minute. <laughs> I said, Lord, 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 wait a minute. I had to repent. I said, Lord, I didn't mean that in that sense. And I said, God, please touch their kidneys. You know, heal their kidneys, whatever it's supposed to be. I, I you know, I, I apologize. And they're fine. They're out of the hospital. Kidneys are fine. I said, woo, Lord. But God showed me in that very moment, he said, be careful what you say in this hour, in this season, because I'm about to allow it to manifest immediately. So what you pray about, make sure that your prayers are specific and strategic. Make sure that your prayers, what you say out of your mouth is purposeful 
and the will of the Lord. Because God is going to manifest it immediately. It's not going to take a long time. It's not going, you're not going to have to wait a long time. But I will say this, prepare yourselves. Prepare yourselves. Make sure. Because, listen, some things don't just die down. The enemy just don't go away just like that. There are some things that are going to come about that we got to make sure that we are prepared for. And I've been saying this and I got some uh, members of Overcomer Irish Christian Center. And I said this back in 2017. I said it is going to get a little rough for a little second. We're not quite out of it yet. We're not quite out of it yet, but we will come out of it, but we're not quite out of it yet. I said some things are going to happen. Some churches are going to shut down. All that stuff I said back then, I didn't know that it was going to be like this. But listen, there's a coming of a new era and it's beginning to show itself. And anytime you got something new coming on the scene, it just doesn't, people got time, we got to have time to adjust. People got to have time to adjust. And there's going to be some shifting. There's going to be some moving. But it's all going to be good in the end. It's all going to be good. Because the Bible declares that all things work together for good to them who love the Lord and who are be called according to his purpose. It's going to all be good. The coming of a new era. I'm so excited about it. I hope you are. I don't care about all this other stuff that's going on. Amen. I don't care about all of that. But what I do care about is that God is still on the throne. Hallelujah. He's still on the throne. Come on, clap your hands, everybody. Give God some praise. Amen. Hallelujah. If you're on live, throw up some hearts. Clap your hands. Give God some praise. God is still on the throne. Jesus still reigns and he reigns forever. Amen. God bless you. We love you. We pray that you receive something from the word of God on tonight. We thank God. It's not tonight. Today It's today. That's because I'm thinking about going to sleep. Y'all ain't gonna lie. I'm so tired. Ain't even funny. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So we thank God. Thank God for you all today. This is it's still morning. Good morning, everybody. It's still morning. God bless you all. We love you. Listen, we thank God for Pastor Joanne Daniels. We thank God for you, woman of God, great woman of God. We will, we will be celebrating, amen, 39 years in ministry. Come on. Y'all can unmute your phones because they're on Zoom. Amen. Hallelujah. 39 years in ministry, hallelujah, and 12 years of pastoring next Sunday. Woohoo! Yes, God bless you all. We will be celebrating and honoring this great woman of God, and we will be back with you on next Sunday morning as well at 10 a.m. Listen, do me a favor, y'all that are live, whether it's Periscope or YouTube, do me a favor. I want you all to go to Divine Grace worship center and i want you all to amen like and like their page follow them as well as follow follow pastor joanne daniels um pastor daniels if you want to sow if you want to be a blessing to this woman of god or you want to sow into divine grace you can do so as well what's your what's the cash app pastor daniels joe and daniels y'all can cash app all right and um, give Lafay Divine Grace, right? Divine Grace, Divine Grace Fellowship. Am I changing your name? I probably am. Don't worry about it, though. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Divine Grace Fellowship. Listen, if you want to cash app, you can cash app. Um, you can do um, give Lafay as well. Divine Grace Fellowship Givelify is in Durham, North Carolina. It might be another Divine Grace out there, but this is Durham, North Carolina, 1500 East Club Boulevard, Durham, North Carolina, the city of Durham, North Carolina. All right. They celebrated last night. The city did. Amen. Joe Biden. All right. So listen, don't want to miss it. You want to be a blessing. You can. Absolutely. All right. Amen. So we 
Okay. Also, you can go to Divine Grace, amen, and on the website, huh? I'm sorry, Pastor. Divine Grace Worship Center on PayPal Worship Center. Okay. Divine Worship Center, um, You can go to the website, Divine Worship. I'm going to type it in the um, chat. Divine. And if anybody, um, if anybody, um, and from Divine. Anybody from Divine Grace, if y'all online, y'all can put it in the chat as well. Divine Grace um, Worship Center dot com. Y'all can go to the website and you can also give via PayPal. You can give via PayPal as well. Amen. Let's be a blessing. Amen. Let's be a blessing. Amen to amen this ministry and this great woman of God. We will be honoring and celebrating 39 years um, in ministry and 12 years pastoring. That's a long time, a long, long time. Amen. She has seen it. She has she have seen, heard, seen again, heard again. <laughs> amen. Amen. So we thank God for you, 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 you. Amen. For uh, being with us on um, this morning. We pray that. Um, God will forever bless you and keep you. Um, and so we're going to um, close out in prayer. Is there any other announcement that you would like for us to give, Pastor? No. Okay. So we're going to close out in prayer. If you have a prayer request or um, something that you want us to pray about, you can do so. Amen. You can give it right now. We will take that. We're going to pray. Amen. God bless you all. We love you all. We're going to be praying on this after this morning we're not quite afternoon this morning i'm all over the board i'm nighttime daytime morning time afternoon time i'm just i'm just here all right <laughs> anyone have a prayer request or petition if not we're going to close out in prayer for the williams family the williams family family we're praying for the williams family anyone else anyone else yes ma'am to your text, Pastor. Yes, ma'am. Okay. okay. Anyone else? Any prayer requests, petitions? We're praying for the bereaved family. We're praying for those. We're praying for um, it was someone else that says something. Who was it? The um, what is it? Bagley. Bagley. I got it. Bagley family. Scarborough. Scarborough family. Anyone else? Amen. God bless you. All right. So let us pray. Amen. One for another. Praying for our nation as well. Praying for the body of Christ as a whole. Father, we thank you. We bless your name, God. We love you and we adore you. We thank you for allowing us to gather one more time. We thank you for your word that has gone forth. We ask that you will hide your word in our heart that we may not sin against thee, but we will keep it. We will meditate on it day and night that we may grow closer to you, develop more in you, Lord God, and that we'll be able to hear clearer from you. And Father, we thank you and we praise you. We love you and we adore you. We ask, Lord God, that even now that you will begin to continue to minister unto your people right now. We pray that you will begin to touch and to move. God, we thank you for never failing. We thank you for being a right now God. We thank you for being a very present help in the time of trouble. We thank you, Lord God, for the shifting and the transitioning that is going on, not only in our world, but also in the heavenly realm. We pray, Lord God, that you will begin to, Lord God, hallelujah, ready us for what is next, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, ready our hearts, our minds, and our spirits. Lord God, we ask that you you will continue to build a hedge around your people. We ask that you will cover them with your blood in the mighty name of Jesus. We ask, Lord God, that you will encamp your angels around about us, God. In Jesus' name, we thank you, God, because, hallelujah, you are God that cannot fail. We know that you have everything in control and under control, God. And because you are the greatest power, we shall not be defeated, God. But we're standing on your word and we're standing on your promises. And your promises are yea and 
and amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We bless your name even now. And we pray right now, God, that you will begin to move upon every prayer request. God, we pray for the Williams family on today. God, we pray that you will begin to move and to touch God in the mighty name of Jesus. God, we pray, Lord God, you know what they stand in need of. God, we pray, Lord God, that you will hear their plea and their cry in the mighty name of Jesus. God, we pray for the Bagley family right now. God, in the mighty name of Jesus, have your way, Father, Lord God. Let them know that you're there and you're right there. Even the Scarborough family, God, we ask you, Lord God, that you will touch in this time of bereavement, God. We ask, Lord God, that you will comfort them even now, God. Everybody, Lord God, hallelujah, have to, Lord God, experience this time. But God, I pray that you make it easy, God. I pray that you will make it, Lord God, hallelujah, peaceful, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, God, give them comfort right now in the name of Jesus. And God, we pray for Pastor Daniels, God. We pray that you will touch her and strengthen her, God. We pray that you will encourage her heart right now, even now, God. God, hallelujah, we're excited, God. We're excited for what you're doing, God. We're excited for how you're blessing her, God. We're excited for how you're turning things around for her, God. We're excited, God. Hallelujah, God. Lord God, for your will shall be done, God. In Jesus' name, we thank you, God, because God, she shall not lose another thing, God. But God, I pray that you will add and multiply in her life. In Jesus' name, God, do it right now, Lord God, even now, God. Thank you, God. Hallelujah for increase in her life, God. Thank you for blessings in her life, God. Thank you for favor in her life, God. In Jesus' name, we thank you for divine grace. We thank you for how you keep them, God. We thank you for how you unify them, God. We thank you, Lord God, for each and every member, God. For those that are chimed in on this morning, God. I pray that you will touch them in their households as well, God. And Lord God, we shall not lack, God, but we shall have an abundance, God. There shall be an overflow in Jesus' name. We thank you, God, for the overflow. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. We thank God for you, 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 and you. Come on, clap your hands for Jesus. Come on, clap your hands for Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you all. Amen. Hallelujah. If there any, is there anything else, Pastor? <laughs> Amen. I'm sorry. Oh, Amen. God bless you all. Amen.